Hello and welcome back on Here We Go. I am your host, Ashley Glover. I am so excited that you are here. Welcome back to the besties and welcome if this is your first time tuning in. This is March Madness. So I will be playing, this is installment two of the second most listened to episode. And today is all about life as I knew it. And today I'm going to share about a life-threatening car accident that I had in 2015 that completely changed how I viewed life. So you want to tune in today, but always know that you're going to be encouraged, challenged, and inspired. Let's do this. Hey, y'all. We are back for episode two. And before I get into the episode of today, I just want to say thank you so much to every single person that listened to my first episode, who shared it, who reached out to me personally to just tell me the impact that they received from the first episode. And also for the folks who learned some new things about me, it's extremely humbling And I'm so appreciative for all of the shares and just being along this journey with me. I do not take that lightly and I so appreciate that. So now let's get into today. Today's episode is going to be a little heavy and I promised to be raw and unfiltered and today will be no different. So I want to rewind And let's go back to April 30th of 2015, a day that has forever changed my life. I thought it was a typical day. It was about 6.45 in the morning and I was driving to work. And at this time in my life, just to give you kind of a background, I was living in Fayetteville, North Carolina, And I was in a stage in life where I was doing a lot of soul searching and just trying to figure out like where my life was headed. I had had a lot of different things happening in life, things that were not happening as I expected. And the world had just seemed so distant. I felt distant from reality. And so I was on my way to work and I was listening to some music and I'm probably five minutes out from work and I am driving along the road and it's a really small highway. It's only two lanes and my tire on my driver's side caught a groove in the road and I immediately am trying to correct it and I'm trying to fix it and I'm unable to do so and I proceed to lose control of the car and I my car starts swerving into ongoing traffic and I remember thinking one I just remember thinking like is this gonna be it and 
my car um, went straight down into the dirt, like nose down, and my entire windshield cracked. And all I can remember saying was Jesus. And it was the first time in my life where I fully understood what people meant when they said that you feel like your entire life flashes before your face. And when the windshield cracked and I literally saw from birth all the way up until that date, I felt the car lean and immediately in my head, my heart dropped because I knew the car was about to roll. So the car proceeded to roll. It rolled about three times and it stopped and it stopped on its side. So if you can imagine, I am laying on my side and it stops, which I'm so grateful because it was in an open field and there was nothing in that field and they had just started you know mowing in that area to build out over there and so it stops and I look kind of out like the corner of my eye because I can see out of the windshield even though I'm on the side and I see three to four cars just pull on the side of the road and Obviously, I'm hysterical because I, you know, my adrenaline is pumping. I'm trying to figure out what just happened. I'm trying to, like, come to. And I see these three bodies, like, these three humans, like, running towards me. And they are, you know, one guy uh, comes over and you if you've never encountered Jesus and you've you've never had that experience like let this be an example of what that could look like the first guy that came over to my window was an off-duty EMT who happened to be driving behind me he was an off-duty EMT and so he starts asking me questions like who's the president do you know your name do you know where you are to check and see if I had a concussion and I'm like telling him all of the answers and you know I'm, I'm shaking because my adrenaline is pumping so bad and I'm just trying to figure out like what is going on and so he starts asking that and then there's another lady Annette who I am still friends with to this day and I am so grateful for her I love her so much She grabs my hand through the window. She comes to the driver's side and she grabs my hand and she says, I'm going to start praying. And there's another guy who I believe his name was Dave. And he said, is there anybody that we can call? Is there anybody that we can call? And I said, call my mom. And at the time, she was in a different time zone, so she was an hour behind me, and it was 7 o'clock Eastern, but it was 6 o'clock her time. And I said, please call my mom, but please start with I'm okay. It's going to be a North Carolina number, and she's going to immediately know that it's about her daughter, so please start with I'm okay. So he calls my mom, and I remember sitting in the car, and I just remember being so overwhelmed with like gratefulness but still trying to wrap my head around what happened and so 
they stay there and they stay with me and then you know the ambulance gets called and the ambulance comes out there and they start trying to stabilize the car to get me out of the car and at that point I had been on my side for about 35 40 minutes and they get there and you know they're still talking me through it and just checking on me and they stabilize the car and the EMT comes over to the window and he kind of leans down because I'm still at an angle and he says honey we stabilized the car but I still don't 100% feel safe with pulling you out of the window and so he said this next part's going to get a little bit scary but just stay with me so he starts putting this plastic in the car and he proceeds to tell me that the safest way is going to be for them to take me out of the windshield, which meant that they had to completely tear apart the windshield. And he said, it's going to get a little bit scary, but trust me. So they throw a plastic bag over me to make sure that, you know, the debris from the glass doesn't hit me. And they do that. And I'm still like just overwhelmed and like shaking profusely a lot. And so About 10 minutes later, you know, they finally finish everything and, you know, they cut my seatbelt and they start pulling me out of the the windshield. And so I get out of the windshield and I kind of stand up and they're like, are you okay?" Like they start asking me questions again just to make sure, you know, no concussion or anything like that. And I remember looking at Annette and I remember looking at Dave and I remember looking at the EMT who happened to be off duty that day and like their faces pure shock because I had no cuts on my body nothing the only thing that I had was a small bruise from the seatbelt and I know without a doubt if I did not have my seatbelt on I would have went through the windshield and I'm just so grateful and I remember looking around and Dave who was standing with the net who were both innocent bystanders who just happened to be riding behind me that stopped. He said, one thing is clear, girl, that God has a plan for your life because you are still here. And every single day, I am so grateful for that. Every single year on April 30th, I think about that could have been the last day that I was on this earth. And... I can't tell this story without being emotional because when you have a near-death experience like that and you realize that you should have not walked away from that, but you did, it gives you a different look on life. And so, you know, I, uh, I remember calling my mom and I remember my mom saying, are you okay? And I said, yeah, mom, I'm okay. And I said, the ambulance is here. My mom is so funny because, you know, with accidents and things like that, everything's like so expensive if you like riding the ambulance and all this stuff. And so my mom goes, well, do you feel well enough to drive? Do you think you can take the, do you think you can drive yourself to the, to the emergency room? And I said, mom, did you, uh, did you get the picture of the car? And then she looks at her text and she goes, oh, yeah, you, you, you probably can't do that. 
So I rode into the ambulance and I remember going to the the place and, and telling the doctor, oh, I'm fine. I don't need any medicine. I don't need any medicine or anything like that. And he's like, honey, you just got hit by a million baseball bats all over your body. You're going to need this. Trust me. In about four hours, when your adrenaline stops pumping, you're going to be in a lot of pain and you're going to wish you would have took this medication. So I end up taking the medication and I'm so grateful that I did. And I got back home and he was right. About four hours later, my body was just in a severe amount of pain. And I remember the weeks passing that being very fearful, being very scared to get into a car because I would just have flashbacks of that day. But I know today was kind of heavy. But I share that story with you because I learned some valuable things that day. And that's really what I want to share with you guys. Number one is that life is not promised. And if you are a person that maybe you're in a waiting season... And maybe you're waiting to be married. Maybe you're waiting to have a kid. Maybe you're waiting because you want to move to a new place and you're waiting for the door to open. Live your life. Live your life. Live every single day. Like tomorrow is not promised because it's not. It's not promised. Have a sense of urgency. The things that you've been putting off because you've been waiting for the perfect timing or the perfect situation. Stop waiting and do it now because no day is promised. Be productive. Be excited and grateful for where you are. Be grateful. Have a a spirit of gratitude and just realize that there's things that you could be being protected from that you don't even know about but focus on being grateful for where you are because that is when I truly believe that doors begin to open in your life is when you live in a place of gratitude because you have to learn how to be grateful with the little so that you can be blessed with more so I really really hope that you enjoyed hearing about that today and I hope it encourages you and I hope it encourages you to live your life more and to be grateful more and to realize the precious gift that you have every day when you wake up and you get to flutter your eyes open and you get to get out of your bed because it is not promised. So thank you so much for coming along this journey with me. We'll be here same time next week 12 o'clock and next week i'm going to be talking about dating and the importance of just having some standards and boundaries for yourself so thank you again so much for joining me today and i am so excited to see you all next week love you guys